Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I was always very interested to meet you. I heard so much about you from Vespa. If she hadn't killed herself, we would have had you too. Are you going to tell us who you work for? The first thing you should know about us is that we have people everywhere. I thought I could trust you. You said you weren't motivated by revenge. I'm motivated by my duty. I think you're so blinded by inconsolable rage that you don't care who you hurt. When you can't tell your friends from your enemies, it's time to go. You don't have to worry about me. Hello and welcome to Smash Pod, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hate, or you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. We will be delving deeply into Bond, tackling a different film each episode with an exciting guest by my side. Episode 22 brings us not that much, actually. It's just sort of there. Shaky cams, wobbly bits, and slow motion. Yeah, it's Quantum of Solace, and joining me to forensically examine just WTF actually happens here is comedy actress Alison Ward, who can be found on Twitter as It's Alison Ward. Yay. Hello. That's me. That's you. <laughs> It's a good Twitter handle. Oh, thanks. Well, Alison Ward was taken, so I thought it's Alison Ward would work. It's better because a lot of people, like for me, when I f- used to use my real name on Twitter, the only mm. thing I could think of was Mr. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd have thought of it. It's, it's exciting. I could have been Ms. Ms. Alison Ward. That's boring, isn't it? It's makes, makes you sound like, yeah. you know, you're standing on top of some stairs and they've gone, it's Alison Ward. Ta-da! Well, it yeah. used to be underscore Alison underscore Ward, which I don't think would have quite had the same sort of... Pizzazz. Pizzazz is the yeah. word we're looking for here. It's Alison Ward. Yes, that's me. It just says to me, showbiz. Three little letters, showbiz. Alison Ward, showbiz. Yeah, well, that's what you're after. Yeah, the, the, the showbiz. Mm-hmm. You're in it for the showbiz. I'm in it for the showbiz, the money, the glamour, the the boys and girls, the animals, all of it. All of it, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, 
It's a, a bit of a, a buffet. Um, so here we are, Quantum of Solace then. Yes. I'm sorry, you've really gone drawn the short straw. Oh man. Right, so I I bought Quantum of Solace about six months ago. I noticed you bought the two disc collector's edition. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it I thought that's commitment, I'm enjoying well, it. Um, it was like, what a surprise that it came with a second disc. Mm. I got it from Amazon for a pound. A pound. That's right, a pound. Yeah. So yeah, I watched it six months ago hmm. and then I kind of, this date came to do the recording and I thought, yeah. I can't actually remember anything about it. Yes. So I thought, I'd better watch it again. Well, that is this film's special power. Yes. It? It's like a, a forgetting drug. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it, it did make me quite sleepy. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, and it's meant to be the shortest bomb film. Yeah. Yeah. There's reasons for that. Yeah. yeah. But it, it felt like longest definitely yeah yeah it's a real slog yes and um, we'll, we'll go through it forensically forensically as i promised okay i've got um, my notes but first off it starts off with the last one left off which mm-hmm. i don't like at all right because we get bond obviously at the end of casino rally meets mr white mm-hmm. in this beginning of this film he's being chased by presumably mr white's men yes and he's aston martin and it's a bit of a it shows you what's going to happen later on in the film because yeah. you can't tell a fucking thing that's going on Oh, really? I mean... The way it's edited is... Well, it it just jumps from one thing to the other. Yeah. I had this, well, a fair few moments where I was watching it and then I had to rewind it because I just just didn't understand what was going on. Hmm. And it kept jumping from, I don't know, we were in Italy, we were in Bolivia... Um, we were in were we in London at one point? Austria. Oh, we were in Austria. Yeah. I, I think I might have missed that bit. I've written them all down, don't oh, worry. Okay, good, I, yes, because we're forensically I've analyzing. Forensically analyzing. This film. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the Bond's being chased by these people and there's just so much happening here. Yes. And it's cut so badly. Because basically this is the film where they've decided, right, we're going to stop being James Bond, we're going to be Jason Bourne now. Yes. And we're going to have yes. shaky cams and edited mm-hmm. so, foren- uh, so frenetically, I should mm-hmm. say. Well, you can't really tell what's going on. So there's this car chase and it's just really boring to watch. Yeah. Because I, yeah. you don't know what's going on. Well, I must admit, I do tend to switch off a bit during car chases. Mm. Um, it, I know that's like the traditional thing with Bond, the car chase. But this, apart from the guns, it felt more like a sort of Alfa Romeo advert, car mm. advert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, but, you know... Car chases in the past, in, in Bond films and other films, sometimes have something going for them. I'm thinking like the French Connection, where it's, he's just going so fast under this bridge to catch this train. Yeah. But this one is just like, I don't know, it's just nothing it's, happening. It's rubbish. It is rubbish. Thank I, you. It's rubbish. Yeah. Like I mean, that, that, that is a good forensic term. It is. I like rubbish. that. I'm going to use that in future. Yeah. Um, and then, so he, he manages to clear all these cars away, mm-hmm. even though he's being shot by a guy literally next to him with a machine gun who yep. misses every time. Yeah. And then Bond shoots him straight away. Well, it's Bond, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he turns up and they're in Italy. Uh-huh. And he gets to where he's going, opens the boot and he says to Mr. White. Oh, hang on. I wrote this, this on. line down because it's the opening line. Hmm? It's time to get out. <laughs> It's a winner, isn't it? I know. And then I wrote excellent opening line, and then I drew a, a sad face. You drew a sad face. Yeah. Oh shit. Because I don't know. I I do like a bit of wit with Bond, mm. and this was this was not witty. No. No. What should he have said? Um, glad you survived. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's better. Worse. That's better. It's worse. Yeah. No. How how did he actually survive the guy in the? It's a good point. Is it a bullet? 
proof Aston Martin. I guess it is. Yeah. It was a Bond one. But it's a good point because every other part of the car fell apart. Yeah. I've oh, seen yeah, this. half the cab was like hanging off. It was. It gone. Got stabbed as well, didn't it, by a truck? Oh, yeah. And the door came off. I do, it's all coming back to me now. I know yeah. I watched it last night, but I'm remembering. I've seen this car up, up close. What, the uh, half of it missing? Yeah. Yeah, the I, one. I went to the Bond in Motion exhibition where all the cars were. Ah. And it was up on a plinth, and it was the one no one was looking at. Oh, because it was everyone like... everyone likes to pretend this film doesn't exist. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's the uh, black sheep of the... And uh, yeah, Anyway, so yeah, then we get the opening credits, which I think are weird. I'm very disappointed with this Bond theme. It's I mean, terrible, I like the... Da, 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 da. Mm. But I don't like... like The tune is on like two notes, so it's like... That's some good hand motions. It's good, it's good. I know, I'm doing the chicken. It's a good chicken. But it's like... It reminded me of... Do you remember that film School of Rock? Yes. It reminded me of if someone said to the kids in School of Rock, write a Bond theme. Yes. This is what they come up with. Oh, two notes. Yeah. <laughs> and it just felt like they were falling downstairs while they wrote it. It's just, it's just, it's all over there. It's a jumble. Yes. It's all over the place. It's got a good guitar solo bit. Yeah, thing. Jack White. I once called him Jack Black in one of these podcasts. So I apologise. <laughs> it's Jack White, isn't it, from the Black Stripes? The White Stripes. <laughs> Black Stripes. Jesus Christ. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, grip man. And uh, Alicia Keys. Yes, who yes. plays piano, which is quite good, like nominative determinism. <laughs> Alicia Keys on the keys yeah. and Jack White with a white guitar. It's an interesting combination. It is, but it's a terrible song. Terrible song. Really bad. Uh, they could have found... Someone not doing a chicken dance. Doing it. <laughs> well, I have to say, it does stick in the the, the mind that uh, dooby dooby doo thing. Yeah, it's a good riff. Yeah, but they could have built round that a bit better. Yeah, and but it suits the film. It does. Yeah, it's it sets us up for the rest of the film. It does. Mm. So after the credits, they then get um, Bond speaking to M, mm-hmm. and uh, she says to him. First thing she says to Bond is, "Has he said anything?" He's been in the boot. Oh, right, yeah, of course. What's he going to say? <laughs> Let me out. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he says. Free me. <laughs> I'm getting shot at. <laughs> oh, God. And there's this terrible expedition bit where they're like, oh, Vespa's ex-boyfriend washed up dead. Oh, they, yeah. And we're supposed to believe the fish did it. But the photo she shows him looks a bit like Dom Jolly. <laughs> I'm not watching it again just to, to look at that bit. It's like, ah, yes, I'm dead. It's rubbish. That's my Dom Johnny impression. It's, um, it's outstanding. And then there's this horrible line where she says, um, it's not him. And we found a block of his hair in Vesper's house and we had it examined and it's not him. What does that mean? I don't, I don't know. It's not him. Uh, I mean, it's just terrible. It's terrible. Oh, the dialogue. It's so bad. Yeah. The reason the dialogue's so bad mm. in this, I don't know if you know this, yes. but the writer's strike. I know, so I read it on Wikipedia. You read it on Wikipedia. <laughs> so basically Daniel Craig was saying, as you know, mm. that him and the director were doing it themselves most of the time. Yeah. And he said, and I quote, a writer I am not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah I think he probably came up with that line, it's time to get out. Mm. Mm. And she probably said, can you come up with something better? <laughs> he said, uh, no, no, I can't. <laughs> Bring on the chicken dance song, he said. Sorry, I'll stop doing that. No, 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 it's enjoyable. <laughs> It'll become a meme. Um, so, yeah, then then we get um, them trying to talk to Mr. White. And Mr. White says, we've got people everywhere. Yes. And then he points at their, one of M's men. Oh, yeah, I remember this bit. Yeah, Mitchell, mm-hmm. who says, I'm just going to check the perimeter, ma'am, in a way that sounds like he's gone off to murder somebody, yes. which is what he does. How suspicious. Yeah. Mm. He comes back and he shoots... The other guard, mm-hmm. when he could have shot 
Um, or Bond. I would have went for for Bond. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Uh, so him and Bond then engage in a very dull foot chase. Yes, over the uh, rooftops. The rooftops. With well, there's the also tiles. a horse thing going on. Yeah, a couple of extras got shot. I noticed. No one yeah. seemed to care much about that. Mm. No one made a fuss about people. In this day and age, you think shot. they would? I know. I know. But there's this horse thing going on. And then they run through it, and then they're on the rooftops with slates falling down and yeah. all sorts. Mm-hmm. No, there was a very exciting bit. Was there? It, it was the bit where a woman loses <laughs> <laughs> a crate of tomatoes and holds her head in her, her hands. It's uh, hilarious. She looks quite upset about it. She did. I think it was her food for, for the week. Well, also, if you notice, it's very selfish because um, Bond's got a history of this being selfish because she has had to pull a rope to pull all those crate of tomatoes up exactly. to where she is. And they're smashed. Yeah. What's going to happen to her now? I don't know. I reckon she's going to die. I think she'll starve to death. Yeah. There lots of, was there a cat around? She'd probably eat the cat. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice the cat, but... I'm pretty... I, 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 I would have lying. gone for the cat if would I lost you? my tomatoes. You wouldn't have gone to a shop. <laughs> no. No. Nice no, uh, meaty cat. Yeah. Are they meaty? <laughs> my cat is. Yeah. Is he? Is it a she or a uh, Misty, yeah. She's like a blob. Is she? Yeah, she's morbidly obese. It's not very nice. <laughs> she goes to pet weight watches. Does she? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but I'm yeah, sorry. I would have eaten the cat, but what? not a, not a fatty cat like Misty. W- wouldn't you have been crying while you ate her? <laughs> Depends how delicious it was. Presumably, you'd have to slaughter the cat as well. <laughs> she isn't a nice thought, is it? Um, there that that would be the the messy bit. I think. Mm. Yeah, I do like animals. Also to eat. I was going to say, that sounds like you're saying to eat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's the best animal you've eaten? Um, oh, I do like a little piggy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Delicious. Where is this going? This I'm is This sorry. is telling you about the quality of this film. I'm We're talking about eating very animals. Very carnivorous. You're very carnivorous. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, they, they then have this um, fight, which I cannot stand where they're at the top of this bell tower mm-hmm. and then they have this little grapple and they fall and it immediately cuts to like this computer-generated image of them falling through some glass. Oh, yeah. And then you get this thing where I have no fucking idea what's happening. Oh, yeah. They well, they're up, lost, both upside down. Videos. It's like something out of uh, Mary Poppins or something. Where they're both yeah. upside down and swinging around. With the, I'm doing the hand movements the for p- pulling sort of ropes. pulley thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like your bell ringing. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, and it goes on forever. And again, it's cut. Every time something happens, there's a cut. There's another mm-hmm. cut, another cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Commode said something interesting the other day, a, a review I was listening to. He was reviewing the new Blade Runner film, and he was talking about, which you've seen, haven't you? Mm-hmm. I have. It's excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how scenes, it's a very old-fashioned film because there's not many cuts. Scenes take a long time to happen. And he said there's a trick you can do in film school mm-hmm. where you clap every time there's an obvious cut. And in this film, you wouldn't... You wouldn't stop clapping ever. Yeah, you would be applauding it all the way through, which is not the correct thing to do. Exactly. No. You should be booing. Yes, boo. Yeah. Indeed. Boo earns. Boo earns. I was saying boo uh, So Bond gets to bed. <laughs> Sorry. I liked your hands moment. That was very good. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly talked over it. I'm really sorry. Um, so yeah, Bond gets the best of Mitchell somehow. We don't yes. care. We got there in the end. Yeah, it's yeah. I remember this bit. It was like driving to the supermarket. It's like really boring. But once you get there, yeah, it's fine. He he did it in the end. Yeah, yeah. He got he accomplished it. He shot him upside down. Yes, which is something to be applauded at least. 
Do you know what? I, I, re- I honestly did watch this last night mm, and I can't remember this bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I've seen this a lot mm. somehow. See, I'm, I'm, this is the first Bond film where I've got that kind of syndrome where you um, you know something's bad because you're such a fan of it. It's like when you've got a really bad album by a band you like, mm. you'll make a case for it even though you know deep down it's crap. Yeah, I This is one that. of those, definitely. I, yeah. I've watched this a lot. And, and probably every time I've watched it, I've probably tried to sort of think, well, at least that's good. Well, I think coming after Casino Royale, which was such a triumph and it was such a great debut for um, Daniel Craig and mm. then the subsequent Solace of Quantum, whatever. <laughs> Quantum of Solace. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was such a letdown. Yeah, um, although you did get the... Uh, I don't know if you've heard the Adam and Joe versions of this song. Oh, yes, there's something about Boris. Yeah, so they're the best things about <laughs> this film. I love that. You're not involved <laughs> in this film yeah. at all. So, here we go. So he gets the best of Mitchell and kills him. Is this when he goes to Mitchell's flat to meet M? Yes. Yes, and M's annoyed that Bond killed him and said, why didn't you bring him in for questioning? That's right. But he was shooting at me and running away from me. Mm-hmm. How was I supposed to bring him in questioning? Uh, arresting him. How? He doesn't do arresting, does he? No. No. No, he it's doesn't. It's a flaw. He's basically a killer. He's got a license to kill. If they wanted him to arrest people, they shouldn't oh, give yeah, him a license to kill. Oh, yeah, the license to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a driving license. Yes. And a license to kill. Indeed. Powerful combination. It is. Especially if you wanted to run people over. They yeah. work in tandem. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, she's annoyed. She she didn't know anything about Mitchell. He's got no money, mm-hmm. and he's got all the presents she bought for him, including an ashtray. That's right. And he said he never smoked. Yeah. Mm-mm. I it's bet good. he came up with that line as well. I bet he did. Yeah. Yeah. But M in this film is really annoying. I mean, she's quite annoying usually. Yeah. I find her, but in this she, film, she's turned up to eleven. Yeah, she's always like, "Oh, Bond, you look terrible." It's like I think that's quite inappropriate of a, an employer to make a comment on your appearance. And yeah. I think I thought he looked all right. To be fair, he looks all right in this, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, he scrubs up well. He doesn't look all kind of drunk and stinky. He's got he's shaved. Not puffy. Not puffy. He's all no. trim. Yeah. Yeah, a bit harsh of M, I think. He's got his nice suits in this. Yeah, he's polished. He's got his lovely sunglasses. I mean, they're just... I hate those sunglasses. Well, they are irritating. I get that. But they're they are too small for his head. He's yes. got a giant potato head he, with little sunglasses. He does have quite a potato-esque head. Mm, yeah. He does. And those, sun, those sunglasses would work, but they're like, if you were doing a Photoshop of putting sunglasses on somebody, mm. right... And you put them on him and you'd be like, oh no, I'll make them a bit bigger because they look stupid on his head. Yeah. But they're too small. He needs one of those big, you know those big pink ones you get? They're like comedy glasses. No. Yeah. Oh. Which pink? Well, you mean the ones that are like uh, blinds? Um, No, they're like, you know, is it Jimmy Mallet? Timmy Mallet. Timmy Mallet. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, he, I'm sure he wore some. You mean wacky glasses? Yeah, wacky glasses, because yeah. they would have fit his head. It would have made this film a bit more fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, and it, so. I think it would have brought the humour out of Daniel Craig, which we all know is is lacking. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe maybe that's taking it a bit a bit far. I think we could have tried it rather than ones that make his head look bigger. Yeah, but I still kind of thought those glasses were all right. Yeah, all right, fair enough. But then we go to M. Um, who's looking in a computer, she meets someone who's doing a stupid 
Minority Report style computer. Oh yeah, I hate this naff. bit. Oh, this is the really confusing. I had to rewind this bit yep. twice. Yeah. About the forgery, mm. uh, not the forgery, the tracking of the tagged the, bills. Yeah. From Le Chief. Like, and he talks about it so quickly. I, I think to hide the fact that it doesn't make sense at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. The we we see this um, Minority Report computer, and they're told that there's a man called Edmund Slate. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, who is in a hotel in Haiti. Oh, Haiti, nice. Yeah. And another, uh, Bond gets location. there in time for the man to still be there. Well, yeah, and he, he chose himself a really swanky hotel. But it doesn't make sense. If you, if I said to you, this, this fella's in Haiti mm-hmm. and he used to go and get there, mm-hmm. it would take you how long, maybe? Oh, I'd say a fair few hours on the plane, maybe yeah. do a layover. Yeah. Uh, yeah, take a good what? By which point, this 12? deal's probably done, isn't it? I think so. Too late. He gets there before it's even happened. It's another plot hole that I didn't even see. There's a lot in this. I'm, I'm learning things that mm-hmm. I just didn't didn't get the second time I saw it. But he, Bond gets there, breaks into his hotel room, mm-hmm. murders him. Yeah, he does murder him. They have the most Jason Bourne fight scene I've ever has ever been Jason Bourne. I, I agree, and the Hitting way each other with shoes. And I think the the um, the door, like the the is it a door? It's like a glass door. Yeah, he, yeah, the way he just throws him through it, it's definitely made from cardboard. Yeah, yeah. And then he kills him in quite a horrible way. Yeah, it's he, quite violent. This film he actually. bleeds him out, mm. stabs him in it's the old bleeder. the old juggler. Yeah. How you kill a circus? Oh God. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then he basically, because every, because he looks mildly like him, he puts on his coat. Yeah. Goes downstairs and the receptionist's like, oh, hello, Edmund. You're right. Yeah. Do you want your briefcase? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then he walks outside and then it's Camille. We meet Camille. Yes. Who's in a Ford KA that sounds like it's being powered by a rocket. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's really mm. weird noise when it drives. Mm. Kind of goes, me. <laughs> um, he gets in with her and then it turns out he's supposed to kill her or Edmund was supposed to kill her. Yeah, this is again. I had to do a bit of rewinding. I was like, "How did how did she know it was him? Was it the briefcase?" She, she thinks he's a geologist. I mean, he just looks like a geologist. Well, he does. Yeah, it might as well be written on his head. Yeah, but obviously, Slate was pretending to be a geologist as a cover to murder her. Oh yeah. Oh, and then he opens man. the briefcase, and in there is just a blank paper. Yeah. Like Donald Trump's. It's creepy. Press conferences where he has blank pieces <laughs> that, yeah, of paper, that's right. folders. <laughs> And underneath is a photo of her and a gun. Mm-hmm. And he says, I think someone wants to kill you. Yeah. And she kicks him out of the car and yeah. drives off sounding like a rocket. Yes. And then that guy turns off the motorbike and says, you were supposed to kill her. Oh, right. Please tell me. What, what, who was that man? I don't know. Oh. I'm guessing he's one of uh, Dominic Green's men. Yes. Uh, of quantum. 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 You have to say it in a more menacing way. Quantum. That's it. Again, this is one of those things in films that annoys me, is that if you knock somebody out, it means mm. they stop existing as a person. Yeah. Because the guy on the motorbike, he gets knocked out by Bond, because Bond mm. does that quite nice joke where he says, I missed, and then kicks the motorbike. Oh, bless Hits him, the motorbike, the man joke. falls over. Aye. And he kicks the man in the head, and he's knocked out. And then he doesn't it's... exist anymore. Yeah. But yeah, this, this bothered me, because Camille spotted this man following her on a motorbike... So Bond thinks it's a really good idea to then follow her on a motorbike and she doesn't spot him. Yeah. Yeah, this is th- this is very curious. It is very curious. Yes. Well, how interesting. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh god this is my favorite bit is it yeah okay because then we meet dominic green yes who's played by matthew almalik i think so Did he's I... a good actor i actually i didn't mind him in this i think he's terribly wasted in this yeah because he's a good villain i think well, yeah, he's, he's very kind of understated. He's, he's not your typical Bond villain. No. And in this film, it was, it really felt like an opportunity to do something different with the villain. Yep. Um, instead, they just kind of dressed him up in a sort of floral H&M shirt. Yeah. And gave him a, a really, like, his goon could have been so much more. He's got a wig, that's it. Yeah, he's got a wig, and at some point he wears this... I don't know, neck brace, like yes. the cone of shame. After he gets thrown down some stairs. Yeah. There's also an undercurrent there with him in green, isn't there? Doesn't he try and hold his hand at one point? Yeah, there's... there's, there's... Or no, he, he eyes up a guard at the end in a kind of seductive way and the guard's not having any of it. So I think they're trying to say that he's a homosexual. Oh, I see. Yeah. I didn't get that. So that means obviously he's evil. He's a bad man. Yeah, because yes. he likes men. He likes men. Uh, um, but there's also a swear here because Dominic Green says the word bullshit <gasps> I missed that it shocked me I did not hear that how vulgar <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's the first use of the word shit in a Bond film um I think it might be don't it's quite clean generally isn't it yeah, yeah. License to Kill had a couple of swears it had, I, know, I think the worst they had in that was piss off well, that is aggressive and you get that in this film as well someone else says piss, piss off, off. Hmm. Yeah. I don't remember that bit. Oh, yeah, we'll God, get I've come there. across we'll get as really moronic. No, no, no. <laughs> so, yeah, Dominic Green, basically, he admits that he tried to kill Camille because he thought she was betraying him. Yes. She says, no, 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 I'm looking out for you. And then he shows her a floating dead bloke in the water. Right, so I've got issues with this. Yeah, go on. My issue is, so Bond killed the, the geologist. Yeah, Edmund Slate, yeah. Yeah, is that the guy in the... No. Oh, right, okay. I think that's the real geologist. Oh, so the real geologist. Oh, so okay. yes, I guess Slate was pretending to be the geologist to get a meeting I with her. I see. And really, Green had killed the geologist. The plot is so laid, I didn't even see it. It's, but why put him there in You know what? View? I'm not even confident of this. I'm probably wrong. That's how weird <laughs> and stupid this film is. But that's what, how, how I read it. But there was a lot of people about as well. Could have easily seen him lolling about there. I mean, looked like a few people on a glass bottom boat ride could have spotted him just imagine that yeah. imagine you take your kiddies out for a glass bottom boat ride and yeah. look at the fish and there's a dead geologist floating around <laughs> i've taken my kids on a glass bottom boat ride no dead geologist no there was a bloke who got in there from the boat and would swim around showing seashells to them <laughs> but you know cause he, he kind of brings up a starfish and waves it at them he's got a snorkel on Okay. It'd be terrible if he went out and brought a dead geologist. <laughs> Look it. Yeah, and his eyeball just kind of pops out. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But a very public place to... Uh, He's not thinking about the glass bottom boat industry, is he? He's not, no. He should have just slung him in a landfill or something. That's what I would have done. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's around this time that you see the world's worst extra. Which oh, this, a is, thing. this is just beautiful. Where if you're not aware, I'm sure everybody is aware, but if you're not aware, what's happening? Well, so there's a guy in the background who is supposed to be sweeping the floor. Yep. However, the um, the brush does not touch the floor. I think maybe someone said, oh, we need good sound on this bit. All I can hear is this sweeping. So when you sweep, don't touch the floor. That's the best theory for it, actually. <laughs> so I was talking to this to my wife last night, just saying, why wouldn't he be sweeping? Yeah. But that makes sense. They're yeah. saying, look, your sweeping is too... Maybe they had three takes before that, or he was like really committed and... <laughs> yeah. Keep it down. All right, yeah. shall I lift it up? Well, I, I mean, why... Why just not have the broom in it? He could have just done something else if it was a problem with sound. But instead, it it really did make the film for me. It does. It's the yeah. best bit of the film. It is. Yeah, it genuinely is. is the best bit of the film. It's the only funny bit of the film. Yeah. That man should have an Oscar. <laughs> he should. Yeah, I wonder if he's got any other work since then. Yeah, best non-sweeper. I wonder if he's like yeah. exclusively broom-related actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could be in the new uh, Mary Poppins as one of the uh, Jim Chimney Chim Chim Chiru yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, jump in line. Step in time. Step in time. That's what did one. I say, jump in line? Oh, well. So Are you excited about the new Mary Poppins film? Yeah, why not? Is it uh, Emily Blunt? Yes. I like her. She's good. She's all right, isn't she? Yeah. Do you think she'll be able to sing? Um, Probably. Yeah, I mean, she was all right in um, Into the Woods. I haven't seen it. Uh, she was, she's a, I think she's a top Is that actress. the film where she's married to James Corden? Oh no, it's who's married to James Corden in that? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, it's yes, I think I know. Is it Anna Kendrick? Yeah, she's married to James Corden. Uh, not, not really, though. No, in that <laughs> we're, supposed, we're supposed to believe that James Corden has smagged <laughs> Anna Kendrick. Yeah, well, maybe it's a personality. I don't know. Can't be his. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, you can't say anything. You might work with him one day. Ah, uh, you never know. Yeah, I might be in his car doing, doing a bit a of a... Carac- doing the duck noises from the beginning of the chicken. Oh yes, Anyway, so yeah, we've had the broom fella. Yeah. Um, so we then uh, meet General Madrano. Oh, he, he's a bad man. You know yeah. why he's a bad man? Why? He's got that mustache. Yes. Wicked man. He is a wicked man. <laughs> um, but Dominic Green wants to help him topple, wants to topple Bolivia and put him in charge. Yes. And apparently he's in, he's, he's quantum. 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 Yeah, they've done it a few times before, apparently. Yeah, yeah. They and do also, that. I must say, at this point, I must say, Dominic Green is wearing some very nice sunglasses. Oh, I don't remember. It's like they're wood panelled. Oh. They're really nice. I saw that. 
really, really nice. Every time I watch this film, I think all oh, those sunglasses. Are nice. Yeah, you seem to be drawn to the sunglasses. Yeah, oh, I am. Big, big fan of sunglasses. Uh, but it turns out that Madrano actually murdered Camille's parents. Yes. Do, do, do. Exactly. Mm. And so Camille wants to get at him to kill him. Yes. And so eventually Green says to her, look, be careful what you wish for. He's n- you're now his. She goes off with him. Now Bond, thinking she's in danger, does some sort of junior kickstart style bike riding over, over boats. Shameful. For no reason. Mm. Just so they can get a Bond born identity style shot with the cameras going with him as he goes over boats. Yeah, so, yeah, they like that. Because the people who did the stunts for the Born Identity also did the stunts for this. I which see. Which is why it's identical. Yes, it is. And actually. annoying. Yeah, I, I did switch off a bit at that at that point. You shouldn't do that in action scenes, but I agree. I've been yeah. doing that. As, I've been, every time something happens in this film, I'm just like, oh, God. It's all been done before, hasn't yeah. it? It's very it's generic. Particularly the ending, which we'll get to, but Christ almighty. Uh, and then we get the boat sequence, which going along with what we were just talking about, is incoherent. No, I just, I almost have no knowledge of this boat sequence, other than if I was on that boat, I would be afraid mm. yeah that's it he drives quite badly yeah he's uh yeah he, he, irresponsible he's irresponsible he should not be allowed to be in a boat he knocks out poor camille doesn't he yeah well he doesn't do it directly but he causes her to be knocked out yeah he he's made a huge error here he mm. shouldn't even have been here no yeah no no so they have this big shaky cam boat thing which might as well be lit with strobe lighting as to because yeah. you can't see what's going on. She gets knocked out. He then takes out the bad guy, and there's this big build-up to this action scene where he's put a anchor-type thing on their boat, which causes their boat to flip in the air. And you get this big musical build-up for it. Wow, we. But when it happens, I'm just like, I have no idea what just happened. No, I don't know how they did that. It makes no sense. Just because it did a flip thing. It did a flip? Yeah. That's what we got. So he drives the boat back to shore. Mm. She's unconscious at this point, and he does what any man would do. Hang on. You've written this down. I've written it down. I hope you've written a sad face. Uh, can you take my friend? She's seasick. And in brackets, I've written another classic Daniel Craig line. I think he wrote that one himself. Do you think? Yeah. Would you dump off an unconscious woman with some random men? Me personally? No. No. No, this was irresponsible i take it to some sort of hospital yeah i would but he's a busy man he's got a license to <clears> kill <throat> that's true but it doesn't mean he's got a license to allow women to be sexually assaulted yeah she did look pretty out of it she was totally out of it very damsel in distress yeah Blech. or put her in a cab call an uber yeah get an uber get her in the cab and say take her to the hospital don't just dump her with some fishermen i would have watched that bit the bit in the uber you, you reckon know. yeah because they could have just put her on the boat, taken her out to sea and have her as on board ship cook and concubine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have used her as bait or anything. Yeah. But the big problem with this film, I found at this point, I was thinking this during the action scene, is that because they're too scared to use the Bond theme. Yeah, they, do, yeah, they don't use it. Why, they don't use why it? not? Because they're trying to suggest that because he's not really like a proper Bond yet, that it has to be earned, I suppose. Seriously? Because you're only... You only hear it once in Casino Royale, right at the end. Uh. And you get a couple of teasers of it in here, but it's only at the end you hear it properly. Mm. But the Bond theme, traditionally, like, papers over cracks. So yeah. if there's a bit of a crap bit or a silly action bit, they put a Bond theme in and you get excited. Everyone goes, yeah, yeah. yeah it's Bond, he's but because back. you don't get it in this. No. 
The boat sequence would be... I bet you if someone edited the boat sequence with the Bond thing over it, it would be much better. I think you're probably right. Yeah. So then we meet Felix is now working for a man called Bean. Yeah, see, I thought his name was Mr Bean. He is Mr Bean. But in Wikipedia, it said his name's Mr Beam with an M M at the end. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, because not that they did anything with him being called Mr Bean. But it's David Harbour who was in Stranger Things. Oh. Have you seen Stranger Things? I haven't seen it. Why have you watched Stranger Things? It's on the list. What's wrong with you? I know. And this new series is soon. I know. In fact, it's probably out by the time this comes out. I've got a backlog of stuff to watch. You should watch Stranger Things. Okay, I will. It's funny, it's good, but it's also very much like hitting you on the head saying this is the 80s. Oh, but I like that. Yeah, you like it. Nostalgic. Anyway, yeah, so he's he's a bit of a, he's a bent CIA fella. Yes. He's he's quite happy to get into bed, as they say. But you know he's uh, he's bent because he's got a moustache. Yeah. All like, the bad ones have that moustache. They do. The Thinking of Medrano, share it. Yeah. You never see him in the same place, do you? Very similar moustache, similar shape. He faxes it to him when he's <laughs> finished um, Yeah, so he's meeting with Green and he says, they tell him they want to topple Bolivia and install the new chap. Yeah. And, they, and then he says, no problem, no problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you have to give us some of the uh, oil. Fair. And then Green goes, oh, it, what, it, it might not be oil. And he's <gasps> like, oh, you found diamonds. Something better than oil, isn't it? What is better than oil? Do you know what it is? What? Water. Water. Yeah. yeah. We don't know this yet, though. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Spoiled it for people. It's fine. We're, no, get, we're getting there. It might happen, actually, because no one's watched this film. <laughs> um, but Felix is there. Felix is a good guy. Yeah. And at one point, Green says, do you know who this fella is? And shows a picture of Bond, which they got somehow. We don't know. Yeah, how did they how get a picture of Bond? Facebook. What? Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Do you think he's on Facebook? Well, in some form. Do you think he'd be on Facebook or Twitter or both? Uh, both, I yeah. think he, he likes the attention. Instagram, definitely. Instagram, yeah, he's got that pout, hasn't he, Daniel Craig? Selfie with those shades mm-hmm. on. Got new sunglasses, yep. lol. Yeah, that's it. Too small for my head, lol. <laughs> Do it. They make your head look like a potato, ruffle, is one of the comments. Ruffle, yeah. Yeah. Do like a ruffle. He's probably got a ruffle copter. Oh, man. Q, could you make me a ruffle copter? <laughs> lol. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good lol. Um, so, anyway, they. the. Felix, because he's a nice chap, says, no, I don't know who that is, sorry. And then yeah. Beam. Beam. I have to write an I, can I prefer Bean? Can we say he's Bean? We're, we're going to call him Bean. He's Mr. Bean. Yeah. He says, oh. No, yeah. he says, that's James Bond. Yeah. Now, this annoys me because Casino Royale just happened. We're mm. carrying on from it. He's a nobody. He's just earned his double O status. How does a random fella in the CIA know who he is? Probably saw him on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. He's probably the one who wrote, your head looks too big, Ruffle. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's it is. It's the sort of thing he would say. Yeah. Tashman. Um, so they're going to do nothing, as we say, to stop the coup. And then we cut to Bregenz in Austria. See, I have written this down. Oh, Austria. I didn't get that at all. Why yeah. were they in Austria? Because they've gone to watch Tosca, the opera. Oh, the opera. But I, like, why Austria? Is that the hub of quantum? Quantum. Yes. That is where quantum <laughs> meet. So yeah. Felix and Beam drop him off, and there's quite a nice little line here where Felix says, oh, these guys are really bad and you're going to help them. And then he says, oh, no, that's right. We, mm. we should only do business with the good guys. But then he says, I want to know if you're on the team, Felix. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I, do you know what? I actually quite like this scene. Yeah. In in the opera. I do mind it compared to I'm not too sure about that we'll get there but yeah I like the setup of it yeah but it does remind me that that it makes me think because you know they're talking through the opera 
yes. if you were sat near them, you'd be really annoyed. So rude. So it makes me think that when I'm at the cinema and people are chatting, are they quant- quantum? They're, they're quantum. Agents yeah. discussing a deal. And they also like kick the back of your seat as well. This is why yeah. the cinemas don't want to talk to them because they're so powerful. Yeah, this is a good theory. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go and watch a film and you hear people talking, it is actually quantum. Quantum. <laughs> but the thing is, I reckon you can talk through the opera because it gets to the really loud bits and because they've all got the special little little Bluetooth headpiece thing, mm. they can do a bit of mumble and no one will, will hear. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I suppose so. Opera, though, it's a bit, it is very loud, isn't it? It's basically like a classical music karaoke. Yeah, yeah. especially in that kind of auditorium. It's mm. all, they're all mic'd up and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also quite a good bit. Oh, it made me think, you know, they all wear those little cue badges. Do they? Yeah, they all, when oh. they, they've got a little cue oh, yeah. pendants. It makes me think in the late 80s, Vauxhall had a thing called Network Q. Really? For selling used cars. It makes me think maybe they, oh, right. that was part of Quantum as well. Yeah. Yeah, we we had a Nova, Vauxhall Nova. Did you? Green one, yeah. Was it your dad's? It was my dad's. Was he a quantum agent? This makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't a a sixth form college teacher at all. No. Did he used to say Tosca's not for everyone? He did. Wow. He didn't. No, he didn't. Never mind. I was ticking all the boxes then. Um, Yeah, so Bond basically just blurts out, I don't think you should all meet here because it's stupid. Yeah. And and then they all go to walk off and he uses his phone to take all their pictures. Yeah, it's a magic phone. Magic phone, isn't it? And it comes through to the Minority Report computer at MI6 and they're instantly identified. Very pixelated, I noticed. Very. Yeah. That's to show that it's not quite as magic as you think, even though it's still magic. It really captured the realism of 2008. Is this 2008, is it? Well, it came out in 2008. Yeah. 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 It does make me think, though, that when I see the the Sony phones people are using this, I had a Sony phone once. Mm -hmm. I hated it so much. And I was tied into it for a year. I hated Ah. that year. It was really bright orange and annoying. And it had a Ah. stupid little joystick thing in the middle yeah see i i stood away uh, i kept away from the the old sony but i did have this really fancy uh nokia that looked like something from a spaceship yeah but it got twocked from mcdonald's in newcastle so it got twocked yeah was that been stolen yeah i left it why did you leave it there oh i forgot <laughs> 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 I only left it there for like five minutes. I remember, didn't it? Gone. And when you got back, you say, "Oh, my phone's been twopped." <laughs> Hi, man. Still spooky. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Not even from Newcastle. You're not from Newcastle. No. Where are you from? Middlesbrough. Oh. Aye. So you don't go to Newcastle. Uh, what? It's the lesson there. Don't go to Newcastle. I know. Oh, I was at uni. I know. Hi. <laughs> Oh, anyway. I, I was an extra on Biker Grove, don't you know? Were you really? Yeah. When, Were I, you? when I was 11, wow. I carried a table outside the Grove. For Noddy? Who was in it then? Oh, it was... Um, was this pre-point break or after Jeff, point break? Jeff was in it. Oh, Jeff. Ah, Jeff. Ah, Jeff with his um, whiskers. With his beard. Yeah. That's right. And then that woman who ended up in Emmerdale. I can't remember her name. Oh, she was a Geordie as well. That was good, Biker Grove. Happy days. Worst things to be in. I know. I got paid in a Burger King. No way. Yeah, got what? a Burger King meal. You got paid as a. They gave you a Burger King meal. Yeah. That was your fee. Yeah. Have you stuck with that since? 
No. Well, that's amazing. How did you get that? Were you doing like drama at the time? I think, yeah, I was at this uh, stage school in, in Middlesbrough and they needed some extras. And I, I was like, I'll do it. I want to be on telly. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. My mum's oh, wow. still got it on tip. Has she? Yes. That's amazing. We'll get her to put it on YouTube. Oh, my God. Were you, were Don't. You... She'll, she'll listen to this. Were you in one scene or in a few? I was in the background of one scene. And then I, I think I had to make noises for another scene. <laughs> you didn't do the woo, did you? The biker woo at the beginning. <laughs> like, woo. Yeah. Oh, biker girl. Woo. <laughs> was this pre or post Noddy going? I'm oh, sorry, um, shut up about Noddy. Who's Noddy? No, he was the one who was gay, I hit you, Noddy, you're gay, I hit you. Oh, right. I think that was a bit before my time. What, was it PJ and Duncan time? No, oh. it was after them. He'd already been blinded. I'm blind, can't see. <laughs> oh, I can't, he can't see. He can't see. Paint, paintball, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. Can I just say that Biker Grove was, is better than Quantum of Solace? <laughs> much better. I'd, I'd much rather talk about Biker Grove. <laughs> another side pod i really liked biker grove for a while and then it just suddenly went bad yeah i think it was when pj and duncan went well pj went blind i think yeah there was a lot of really good perms yes really good spuggy had good perms yeah and frazier hi her brother that's right they tackled all the issues It was, it, was, it was pre-Neighbours, wasn't it? It was on just before Neighbours, so it was a good Yeah, it was on like, like 10 past 5. And then Neighbours was on at 5.35. That's right, yeah. Then oh, were the days. Then were the days. You tell kids that now, they think you're mad. Um, yeah, so yeah, we have the Tosca opera. And then you have this, I'm not so sure about this bit, where the opera music carries on. And then you have a big shootout fight sequence where there's no sound apart from the music. I'm not sure <sighs> about that. They do like to do that, don't they? It doesn't work for me. No. And it's, again, millions of cuts going on. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I preferred the bit where we were listening in on snippets of conversation. Yeah. Or being very secretive at the opera. But yeah, the uh, again, the fight sequence, I kind of, again, switched off. But this is where someone says, piss off. Really? Yeah, when that man's chasing him, he comes up onto the roof. Yeah. And Bond's waiting for him, puts a gun to his head and says, drop the gun. Oh. He says, who are you working for? And the guy goes, piss off. That is vulgar. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's a little uh, thing to the spy who loved me here. Because in the spy who loved me, he drops a man off the roof via his tie. Yes. And in this, he drops him off the roof in a similar fashion. Yeah. And he lands on Green's car. He lands on his back. I think he would have shattered his spine or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would have killed him. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But Green says, does he, does he work for me? And the guy goes, no. And he goes, and they shouldn't be looking at me. Yes. Oh, yeah. Don't look at the face. It's like he's the Phantom of the Opera. Like, yeah. Oh. And they kill him. And it gets blamed on Bond. Yeah. One of the more interesting moments of the film. Well, they kill yeah. that man. Yeah. 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 Slightly like, unexpected. You like death. Yeah. The, the death. That death bit was good. Um, and then um, M hears about it. She phones Bond and says, you've just killed someone. Mm-hmm. And rather than saying, which really annoys me, he should have just said, I didn't. It wasn't me. Yeah. I dropped him off a roof, but I didn't kill him. Instead, yeah. he just goes along with it because he's trying to act hard. Anyway. It's pathetic, isn't it? It is pathetic. He just needs to, to grow up. Be honest. Yeah. The first thing you learn when you're growing up. But he's all twisted inside. His emotions, it's getting to him. Mm. Yes, he's angry. He's always angry. It's revenge, revenge. He's, he, wants, he wants to know what happened to Vesper. He does. Well, he, he knows, you know, but... Anyway. He's not good with authority. No, he's not. So so M says, restrict Bond's movements, stop his cards. So Bond then, 
after finding out he's got no money, yeah, then yeah, turns up is, in Italy. This really annoys me. Where's the hidden stash? Yeah, yeah. I think he's just wearing a vest of of pound pound notes. It a vest of be. pound notes. Yes, it's the only logical explanation because it must have cost a couple of hundred quid to to get to Italy. Hang on, where was he? Austria. Austria, yeah, everything. Yeah, it took a few. Could have walked. Could have walked. Could have got the mega bus. Mega, mega yeah. bus. That's Maybe what it he was. did that. Yeah. yeah. Can you get Das Mega Bus <laughs> in Austria? Oh, maybe they've got a, an alternative. Yeah, possibly. yeah. Possibly that would make sense because that's only a couple of quid, isn't it? But you think he maybe oh. just put it on his personal Barclay card? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. Not not a vest of pound, pound notes. notes. <laughs> no one's had since 1983. Yeah, probably not that. Oh. Anyway, so he turns up in Italy, and then we meet Mathis. Yeah. Again from Casino Royale. Yes. Now this pisses me off because in Casino Royale at the end we're supposed to think he's a baddie. Yep. Then now suddenly he's fine. Yeah. Oh, I know it wasn't you. Th- this whole thing irritated me. Mm. He, it was absolutely so pointless, mm. him asking him to come along with him. And he didn't, he did bugger all this guy. No, nothing. He should and have his stayed poor with, wife. His, with his lass. Yeah, she yeah. wanted suntan lotion. She wanted his hands on her body. Yes. She put so saucily. He, sh- he should have stayed there. You know, why go out for hamburger? Yeah. And you've got steak at home. Indeed, yeah, she was right sticky. She was right sticky. <laughs> she was a pound bake. Yeah. Um, yes, and then I've also written down here, tiny sunglasses on potato head. We've already covered yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so Mathis basically says, all right, I'll come with you because, I don't know. I, Nothing I need, better to do. I, I need mean, to help with the plot because it's going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he had a nice life in Italy at all. It looked I mean, like he was having a nice time. Did, uh, it looked terrible. I mean, I would hate to have that palace and that beautiful other half. Don't and... they insinuate here that he was given loads of money be- for being wrongfully accused of being a baddie? Oh. I think that's what they're saying. So he bought this house and is retired. Yeah. He's having a lovely time of it. Yeah. He just wants in on the action. Yeah. He wants a bit of bond. He wants a bit of bond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's pathetic. It is. Let's be honest. It is. So he goes with Bond and then you get this awful fucking scene where Bond is on a Virgin Atlantic plane with a big sign behind him saying Virgin Atlantic. Yes, which is obviously he paid for again using his pound note. Maybe you got Mattis to lend him some money. Ah, Uh, oh maybe. And then he bores him about how much he's how sad he is about Vespa suddenly even though he's not mentioned it at all in this film yeah poor sad sad Daniel Craig oh and he's had four of these I think at that barman that I wanted to smack in the oh, face oh yeah he's uh, I read this off a script yeah they, probably it's yeah four times of a mooth he's really enthusiastic I should be like fuck off mate it was three in the morning yeah sit uh, down so Bond's really depressed yes and him and Mathis, yeah yep so him and Mathis have a little heart to heart and then Mathis says he has pills for everything, which is really ominous, an ominous line. That makes me feel sad for him. He says, mm. I, yeah, he says, I can make you big, make you sad, yeah, make you happy, wow, make you see things, <laughs> make you forget things. He's Boots Pharmacy. He is, yeah. he's Boots Pharmacy. He's a black, what's the word? Black market pills dealer. Yeah. Not on. No. I don't approve him. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. I've said it now. Ah, um, so then they're, meet, they're, they're met at the airport by Strawberry Fields. Who we never hear their full name, do no, we? No, it's in the credits though. Yeah. It's stupid. It's really stupid. There was a, a moment to have, let's have a bit of light, light-hearted 
uh, humour. Mm, yeah. Um, but no, just fields. Fields. And um, she's wearing like this Mac and boots, which looks like she's wearing nothing underneath it. It's probably the idea. It's yes. not. not. Um, so she meets him at the airport. And what annoys me about this is that she is someone who is based at this consulate in Bolivia. So presumably she works and lives in Bolivia. Yeah. When they arrive at the hotel, she walks up to the desk and goes, we have a reservation. Mm. Can't you speak Spanish? Yeah, surely someone in uh, MI6 would, uh, who's been based specific, in a very specific area of South America, mm. would have that key language skill. Yeah, mm. but she's rubbish. But there's a good joke where she says that our cover is that we're teachers on sabbatical. Yeah, I did quite like that. And then he walks into a very posh hotel yes. and, says, and he speaks Spanish. Yes. And he says, we've won the lottery. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. But there's a really weird bit where Math is talking about... He, he drops in a bit of exposition here. It's very mm. hidden. You have to really listen out for it. Where he talks about how there's a water shortage. Oh, ooh. So you, you, ah, you, it's you, like a little hint it's there. It's a hint. Yeah, I he talks about that. how the taxi driver is blaming the water shortage on something else. And this taxi driver is just babbling on, but they've decided mm. to put the subtitles in of what he's saying. It's just nonsense. <laughs> Why bother? Writer's strike. Well, yes. Um, so then he takes Fields back to his hotel room and seduces her. Oh, man. Right. Oh, man. So this bit, mm. I threw a cushion at the television screen. Did you? I was cross. It was Why? really irritating. What, that he seduces her? Well, I mean, this is the bit where she's like, she just looks around the the hotel room, has mm. a little twinkle in her eye. Yeah. He says something... He says, I need to find some stationery. Can you yeah. help me? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Sexy. Mm. Yeah, that seduced me. And is this when it kind of then cuts to her naked with him on top of her kind of licking her spine? Yeah, she says yeah. she's really angry that she fell for it. Basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I wrote that bit down. Is it a sad face next to that? Um, yeah, it's probably a sad first moment. Mm. Uh Oh, do you know how angry I am right now? <laughs> and then Bond's crawling up her spine, which is obviously what every woman wants. Yeah. Daniel Craig licking you vertebra by vertebra. <laughs> oh, oh man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone listening. No, 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 you're right. It's a pretty um, pleasant scene. And then he says, we're going to go to a party. Yeah. And she wears this dress that's just really weird. Yeah. It's like a black dress with like silver spray paint across the midriff. Well, it was 2008. Eight. She was standing by Banksy. So that's it? Yeah. Yeah, why yeah. not? Um, so they go to this party where Green is uh, have, throwing an eco party. Yes, that's what environmentalists do. Yeah. I'm married to one and he's constantly having these uh, billionaire parties. Is that's he really? Oh. No, no. no. <laughs> so they go there and then uh, Green is embarrassed by Camille who turns up. Yes. says something to him in front of his investors. Yes, and ruins everything. I didn't even, I didn't quite grasp what exactly she was ruining. No. Something about a deal. Not immediately clear. No. And then he kind of threatens to kill her. Yeah. And Bond turns up out of nowhere and again presumes she needs rescuing. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> to mention this earlier because he jumps on that boat to save her even though she doesn't need rescuing. Yeah, she was there to kill that guy. She yeah. was like avenging her, her family's brutal murder. Yeah. And there's meddlesome Bond. Yeah. Oh, I must save the girl. Mm. Uh, and yeah, he's doing it again. Yeah. Which is, I think, sexist. I think he's very sexist. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, and then at this point, basically, he leaves Fields at the party and drives off with Camille. Yeah, rude. 
that's just again he left a woman earlier with some fishermen yeah and she's probably been to sea for three months and had three babies or something. <laughs> and now he's left this random woman he's just met and had sex with at a party well i mean that's bond for you isn't how's she it? gonna get home exactly this is why bond is single yeah because he is a wrongin he is a wrongin yeah. and then he's driving along the yeah. police pull him over and ask to look in the boot and mathis is in there yeah, again. He'd, he'd gone to meet the chief of police. Yes. And he got Bond into this party. But he's in the boot and he's been sh- he's been beaten up, I think. Beaten up but not up. shot. Yeah. I've got issues with this next bit. Go on. So Bond picks up Mathis. Mathis? Yeah. Yeah. And kind of uses him as a human shield. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so obvious. Like, the guy's shooting him and he's like... Rrr, rrr. <laughs> um, like holding up poor, poor Mathis. Yeah. And obviously, that's it. He's finished. He's finished. And now, and then M's like, oh, Bond killed Mathis. But not only that, he dumps him in a bin. Yeah, and he said, oh, he won't, he won't care. So, yeah. well, I'm sure his poor partner cares. He was waiting for him to put a lotion on her. Yeah. Rub the lotion on the skin. Yeah. And well, there's a line here that's always annoyed me and confused mm-hmm. me. He says, is Mathis your cover name? And he goes, yes. And he goes, not a very good one, is it? But... What does that mean? Why is it bad? It's just a name, isn't it? Exactly. What, what does that mean? I mean, if it, I would say a bad name, bad cover name would be like Donald Gorilla. <laughs> Donald Gorilla. Yeah. Ian Spy. Yeah. Yeah. Donald Gorilla is a great cover name. Yeah. But, you know, I, I thought that was quite a good name. Mathis. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with it? Nothing. No. I, I'd like to, I'd like some explanation to that line, please. Yeah. Not from you, obviously. You yeah. didn't write it. But I'd like to know what the meaning behind that line it's is. Probably another Daniel Craig line. Do you think? Yeah. And then he starts talking about Vesper again with dying Mathis. And I've just put it here, Vesper this, Vesper that. He's more obsessed with his Vesper than Phil Daniels and Quadrophenia. Aww. Just going on and on yeah. and on. Vesper, Vesper, Vesper. Mathis, even when he's dying, he has to talk about Bond's yeah. girlfriend, even though he's dying. It's all about Bond, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of the thing, if you if you were a child and you wrote a film about yourself, yes. this would be it. Yeah. Because it doesn't hang together at all. <sighs> uh, and then they go and trade a Land Rover, mm-hmm. or Range Rover, whatever it is, whatever it is. Some sort of large car. Large car. For a plane. Yeah, pretty dodgy plane. I'm sure in that... I, I could see there were some more suitable light aircraft, but mm. they had to go with this very specific plane. Yeah. 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 And then and then there's another sort of action sequence, which I didn't particularly enjoy. Yeah. Another sort of, uh, very similar to the boat thing. Yeah. They ended up falling, 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 parachute. I feel, I'm actually feeling quite bored just describing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but the, what annoys me is that Bond films are like, it's in their DNA is doing skydiving stunts. Yes synonymous with skydiving and diving underwater yeah and so this sequence they've chosen to do via cg yeah where it doesn't look very good no i mean that could have been really quite spectacular with the the two actors but yeah and then you get the parachute really annoying as well because they pull the parachute like a second from when they land yeah they would have died they would have gone splat would have been right messy it would have been right messy (laughs) so then you get this really annoying bit here where they, they, they have this big plane sequence and then jump out of the plane land in this cave and then you get the um, Tim Pickett Smith, R.I.P. Yeah, talking to Judy Dench. Basically yeah, saying, really difficult dialogue, very stiff. I've, I mean, only only those two could pull off that dialogue. Yeah, where he says that we're, we're acting out of necessity by working with bad people. Yes, I put, it's going to get worse post Brexit. 
Oh, yeah. If only they knew. If only they knew. Mm. But then you get this really long chat in a cave with Bond and Camille. It goes on forever. Yes. And we're just hearing about how she's scarred. Yeah. There's just no connection between those two characters at all. No. It's like they're they're in two different films. Mm. I would rather actually see Camille's film, mm. her story, rather than Bond and his kind of whingy Vesper vengeance story. Yeah. Whingy is the word. This is yeah. a very whingy film. And then they find out just by accident, they kind of climb up to where they are already. Yeah. Very lucky. Yes. And find a dam. And find out that this is where they've been keeping all the water. What's this? In the middle of the desert. Just where we've landed. Yes. It's so annoying. Yeah. And then you get the bit where they're walking through this village that are just, we need water. So thirsty. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> just, a, just a dribble. Shouldn't he have said, if you just go back that way, there's a whole dam. There's blooming loads of it. Yeah. Yeah, there's rat loads of it, Mark. <laughs> Um, yeah, selfish again, not thinking about other people. Yeah, I mean, we all need water. If I was thirsty, you'd give me a give me a bottle of water. You need a Bond scene here, which would be very Bond, of him knocking down the, the dam at the end. Yeah, they and giving these done people that. their water. Yeah, they wanted their water, but he doesn't do anything. Just does nothing. What selfish. a bastard! Yeah, so the cave chat goes on forever, mm-hmm. and then he goes back to his hotel. And then we find out the Fields... He tells M that there's no... Uh, first, uh, this is it. First he finds a, a note from Fields saying, run. Oh, as if the messenger wouldn't have read that. It was just, and, and the lack of detail. But when did she write it? Did she write it in oil? It was like black. It looked like it, didn't it? <laughs> she yeah. oiled herself up. And then walked down to the front desk and then went back upstairs to die. Excuse me. You're <laughs> making a bit of a mess, madam. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm confused about the run note. Is it to do with M coming to get him or is it to do with Green coming to get them? Yeah, I think she just had a feeling that she was about to get suffocated with a, a hell of a load of oil. And so she was like, I wouldn't come up here, just run. Yeah. yeah. The note confuses the issue because it makes sense her being killed and dumped there because she was at the party. Yes. But the note makes me think that she got home first, then was killed. Yeah. Which doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, and why... Why didn't he run? If I would run. Because oh, he's James Bond. He doesn't respect her. No, he doesn't no. respect her boundaries. Just her back. Just her back. He really <laughs> liked her back. She had very nice vertebrae. <laughs> so he goes upstairs and then he, tells, he says to him, there's no oil. This is all a big sham. And then she says, oh, well, you better However, tell her. Mm. And oh, what have we done here? We're harking back to the days of uh, Goldfinger. Mm. The golden woman is now the woman of oil. Yeah. Which I kind of get what he's doing here. He's trying to say that oil is more valuable than gold. Well done. Mm. But it's not exactly shock horror. We've seen it before. Do yeah. something else. Yeah. Have her covered in polystyrene. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> chips. <laughs> <laughs> So then M starts saying, this really fucking annoys me, right? There's a line here where they go, we've got someone at the front desk, it's Camille. Mm. And M goes, she's just to say, this isn't her fight. And I thought, she wouldn't say that. No. No one would say that. That's something that someone's written down that they think sounds cool. Another Daniel Craig line. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. And then what really annoyed me, the brass balls of M here, she says, why her, Bond? 
She just works in an office collecting reports. How rude. She was just meant to, meant to send you home. Why did you... And I thought, why did you send her, Em? Yeah. Why didn't you send somebody else who's got experience? Yeah. It's not his fault. Yeah, she went... She was always going to go into the lion's den. Yeah. Mm. Fucking idiot. Bad leadership at the top. Terrible. Yeah. I'm glad she's dead. There, I've said oh, it. Oh, man. Not the actress. She's still alive. She's alive. Yeah, I mean... Which we're all happy about. She dies in the next one, spoiler alert. Yeah. So Bond gets suspended, right? And then we get this thing where they have to tie him up and put him in the lift to take him back. Yes. We well, you know, handcuff him. Yes. But of course that means he's going to... Does some judo, doesn't he? Yeah, he does some proper judo. <laughs> Beats them all up. Yeah. And walks out and then goes back to him and goes, see ya. By the way, yeah. Yeah. And then she says she trusts him. Yeah, complete switch complete around. switcheroo. Yeah, she's just Jekyll and Hyde. She is. Schizophrenic. Because uh-huh. then she says he's onto something. Why didn't she say that in the first place? Is it is it like a double bluff because she doesn't know who to trust? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. She's an idiot. Yeah. I'm glad she's dead. <laughs> I've said it again. <laughs> oh, Em says shit here as well. She says, I don't give a shit about the Americans when they say, oh, what about the Americans? Oh, yeah. And I thought, hang on, in the next film you say fuck. See, it's getting more and more vulgar. More and more vulgar. I don't Sliding. like it. I don't like it. No, no swears. Not having it. You can't put this on on tea time on Boxing Day, can you? Exactly. Yeah, it's vulgar. But you'd have to bleep it out. You would. <laughs> That'd be all right. Yeah, let's, let's bleep it out. Um, so then Bond goes to meet Felix. And Felix says, they're meeting at this hotel. Right, so where are they here? Are they in Bolivia? They're still in Bolivia. Okay, all right. Just in a... They're in, I can't yes. believe you, it's not butter. Horrible. Sorry, I just... Well I done. Sorry. You've been waiting to say this the whole podcast. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, so Felix says to him, they're going to this hotel in the desert that's the most explosive hotel yes, ever made. Yes, it's made from MDF. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most flammable hotel. And TNT offcuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, you better go, because everyone's going to... There's a catch or kill order out for you. Yes. And then Bond gets chased by these people for about 10 seconds and then they give up. Yeah. 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 Sort of quite half-hearted mm. shoo-in. It's quite pathetic. I'm not impressed by the CIA. No. Don't Poor say job. that because they'll come and... No, no, I don't mean it. Not the real CIA. They'll put you in a CIA. bag and take you to Gitmo. No, I don't want that. They'll give you water torture in a bad way. Oh. Um, so then Bond... Oh, this bit really annoys me. Bond and Camille turn up at this hotel. Yes. And he turns to her and says... Have you ever killed anyone before? And does this really long speech, which again probably felt great when you wrote it down. Yes. But it does. It's so annoying. It's very annoying. Um, she obviously knew what she was doing. She was like hell bent on killing Mustache Man. Mustache Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ian Mustache Man. Yeah, e- Ian. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's the terrible bad guy. Yeah, he's so condescending. Bond, honestly. But he's wearing his tiny sunglasses again. He here. is. Yeah, I, I wondered where he got those from. Yeah. I don't like them. No, I quite like them. But Medrano signs a deal with Quantum. Quantum. <laughs> to um, give them the rights to do the, all the water and... Right, so this is what really annoys me hmm. about... Another thing that really annoys me. Hmm. So the whole water thing. Oh. So he thinks that his grand scheme is to, what, inflate water prices on these poor peasants yeah and just kind of create a drought mm. well it's not very villainous no i mean i have issues with like thames water putting up the direct debit and everything mm. i mean i just don't see how that's like a i would have gone for something a bit more 
impressive than water. Yeah. Well, I think I think I read somewhere that they'd been inspired by the film Chinatown, which oh, okay. is similar. Yeah. Similar plot. Mm. And that what you know, water is a precious commodity in some mm. countries. But yeah, I agree. It's not very exciting. They just get one of the big charities in, and they'll be like, "Here, you go, have some Evian." Roger Moore's UNICEF. Yeah, exactly. They would have. I heard you're having problems with your water. <laughs> it's not exciting, is it? No, it's no, not. It's, it's not. Bland. It's not sharks falling from the sky mm. and. No one suspects lake. the environmentalists. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Bloody do good is. <laughs> um, so yeah, Medrano signs a deal, and then he sends a lady to his hotel room to assault. Bond arrives. Yeah, Quantum take over. Mm-hmm. They've got the deal. Madrano's going to be in charge. Yep. The chief of police is happy and walks off, gets in his car. Bond arrives, shoots him in the face. How harsh is that? Yeah, he says, you and I had a mutual friend, and shoots him. He's obviously betrayed him. And he said that really quickly. You and I had a mutual friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he says it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He obviously wrote that line. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and um, then, from this second onward, the hotel starts exploding. Yeah, where did the fire bit come from? From the garage where he shot uh, that guy. There was just... a little shootout. Someone hit a fuel cell. Yeah. Because there's a little bit of exposition just before that. Uh... Medrano's talking to the chief of police. The chief of police goes, uh, there's whole powered fire fuel cells. It's amazing. <laughs> Apart from the fact they explode. Yeah. And then there's a whole action sequence at the end, which is interminably boring. Yeah, I think I might have... I fast forwarded this bit. I was looking on Twitter, I think. Yeah. I never do that when I'm watching these films, but I did look on Twitter. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, I can't stand it, this. It was the the IKEA hotel, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then Bond's fighting Bond fights Green, which is a bit like Charles Hawtrey having a punch up with Sylvester Stallone. It was bizarre. Just feels mismatched completely. Oh, I've got another line that I wrote down oh, yeah, by um, Green. Yeah. And I think he says it like this. Sounds like you just lost another one. <laughs> That's good. That sounds like yeah. That sounds like the, the TV from um, Willow the Wisp. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he does say yeah. that because he hears a gunshot. Yeah, but it's actually Camille's shot Medrano. Exactly. So. And now she's trapped in this burning room, and she gets flashbacks. Yeah, I'm crying. Yeah, yeah. Save me, save me! I need a man to save me. Yeah, yeah. She does need a man. She to does. Save and Bond turns up for the first second. They're going to kill each other. He's going to kill. Going to kill themselves, aren't they? Yeah, because they're stuck, and mm. he says he gets the gun and he says, "Close your eyes." I'm guessing that's what he's going to do. Or he's I don't know what that was. Proposed to her or something? It maybe? was all very awkward. But luckily, because this hotel's run by explosive fuel cells, mm. and a fuel cell exposes itself. Not that way. <laughs> it doesn't turn up in a Mac and flash at them. Um, Bond shoots it, and obviously that causes the whole mm. the front of the hotel to blow off. Not like that. <laughs> and they manage to uh, <laughs> they manage to walk out. Thankfully, yeah. Unharmed. yeah, and then we see oh, and Damien Green, uh, Damien Green, Dominic, Dominic Green, yeah, he gets an axe in his foot, so he's limping away in the yeah, desert. Yeah, it's a bit awkward with the axe in the foot thing, wasn't it? Was a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah. that is definitely it's why. Not ideal, is it? No, awkward. Mm. You've got an axe in your foot. No, it's not where I'd want an axe. Awkward. <laughs> um, yeah, so he catches up with him and gives him a can of oil, and, and we find out that he's told him everything. Yes. He says, um, "No, you walk off." And here's a can of oil. You can drink it if you want. It look, did look quite nice, that oil. It did, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I would have drank it. It looked like a can of Sprite. Yeah. It looked like one of those energy drinks. Yes, mm. it probably is just as good for you. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever drunk oil? Uh, probably. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, Bond goes back with Camille and there's no kiss at all. Uh, it's like a little kiss, isn't there? Is there a little peck? Yeah, well, no, on the, on the lips. No snogs, though. Oh, I don't know. I think there might have been a little tongue there. No. 
What? Right, when when he's like dropping her off. A quantum of a tongue. It's a, there's a little slither. Is I'm there? sure there's you a little. Reckon? It's like a little. Oh. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry, right. yeah. Okay, all right, I'll if take you. I think it. it was friends, a, f- a friendly snog. But then there's the bit that really annoyed me, where she goes to him, "I wish I could set you free," and the prisoners in there when she's pointing at his head. Like, fuck off! Uh, fuck off with this! Yeah, come on now. Just get over it. Yeah, especially I mean, James lost, Bond. She lost her whole family. Yes. He just uh, lost some last that okay, kind of liked her, but he spent most of the time thinking. He, she, you know, done him over. Plus, he only knew her for about a week. Yeah, her whole family's been killed, and he's 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 basically turned up to All their funeral him. and has said, "I'm a bit depressed, actually." Mm. He's very immature. He's an idiot. Yeah, I don't like him no. in this. No. Um. So yeah, then he drives off, and then we cut to Kazan in Russia. Yes. Where uh, Vespa's ex-boyfriend has done the same trick on a Canadian ser- secret service agent. I'd forgotten all about this. I couldn't yeah. even remember because it was this was right at the beginning of the film. Was yeah. Like, oh, what's this? Who's this guy again? Is it the Dom Jolly guy? Yes, Dom uh, Jolly, but not as the corpse. Yeah. Yeah, it's Dom Jolly, and um, he says, "Hello, yeah, I'm betraying the <laughs> country." Anyway, uh, Bond then says, um, "Basically, we're supposed to see here Bond maturing because he doesn't kill him. Aww. He hands him over, and then M's like, oh, well done.'" Yeah, you psychopath. Yeah, and he goes, ah, oh. and she goes, um, it's good to have you back or something. And he goes, ah, oh, I've never been away. It's like, well, uh, you, you have. You've yeah. literally been away. Yeah, you've been everywhere yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Italy, I mean, what If I that? hadn't have written these down, we would have lost track yeah. where you've been. Yeah, I didn't even know he was in Austria. Yeah. 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 Um, so he drops the necklace symbolically. Yeah, what a, what a waste. Yeah. I would have treasured that. But obviously this bloke was just knocking him out, wasn't he? Because he gave one to the Canadian girl as well. Yeah, yeah. Probably got them at the market or something. Yeah, that's probably why he dropped it. Yeah. Probably realised it wasn't worth anything. Yeah, it's just a bit of tat. It's Tommy Hilfinger. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he walks off and then M's all like, oh good, he's back. Oh good. Yeah, oh good. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> back in the game. <laughs> so yeah, he wanders off and then we get the uh, the the gun barrel, the famous Bond gun this barrel. This is the best bit of the entire film. At the end, but it's too fast, I think. Uh, and it needed to be... He kind of really, he kind of stalks in really fast. I, shoots. I wanted to, to say Bond will be back as well. Doesn't it? Does it does at the end though, doesn't it? Doctor James I Bond will return. I didn't uh, sit there that long. Yeah. Didn't want to sit through the doobie doobie doobie. No, 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 no. Don't want to hear that again. <laughs> um, so that was it. That was Quantum of Solace. Ooh. It was exciting, wasn't it? What's the solace bit? Is it, he was finding solace in the quantum? I think he was. I think. I think the Ian Fleming reference they took it from because it's from an Ian Fleming, the title of an Ian Fleming story. In uh, For Your Eyes Only. That's right. Yeah, brought that down, see. Yeah, oh, well done. Mm. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a natural quote there saying if you if you find a quantum of solace in something. Mm. So I think they're trying to say that he's, find, he's finally found some solace. Yes. And I, the, I, it's still a crap title. Though. And there was a quantum group. Yeah, that's annoying that they named it after that. Cause it, yeah, it, it, it's again, confusing. It detracts from what they're trying to do with it. Yes. They should have called it Donald Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be much better. Or if the film was just called Donald Gorilla. I would have watched that. Yeah. Right, well, it's time for the quickfire round. Oh, okay. So, Hang on. here we go. See if I can think. So, in your opinion, mm. Alison Ward. Yes. Who is the best James Bond and what is the best James Bond film? The best James Bond. I love Roger Moore. 
because I just think he's a great guy and it really comes through with Bond and he's twinkly and he's funny um, and I, I just really enjoy Roger Moore and the best Bond film I've just got such a soft spot for Goldfinger because I was sat in front of that film as a child and I just got good memories for it lovely yeah. So, uh, in your opinion, mm. who is the worst Bond? And what is the worst Bond film? Oh, <laughs> oh this is really hard because the thing is, I don't really enjoy any of the Pierce Brosnan films apart from Goldeneye. Mm. And I associate Pierce Brosnan with th- those, m- me basically dropping Bond. I never wanted to see another Bond film again. Yeah. Um, and I think it was. Tomorrow Never Dies, is that the one with um, Jonathan Price where yep. he's, he's playing the, he, he's like got this um, keyboard mm-hmm. and he's the way he's typing, he's playing it like a harp yes. and it's just really irritated me. Yes. <laughs> um, yep. So that or the one, what's the one where it takes him ages to get to the moon? Is that Moonraker? Yes. Oh man. The no. Roger Moore one? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. No. I'm going to go with Moonraker. Oh, yeah. Don't like it. Controversial. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a Bond is full of stupid lady names like Moneypenny, Smallbone and Goodhead. Give me your best Bond lady name. Jezebel McSpanky. <laughs> She's an evil Scottish uh, Bond girl. It's definitely up there. Yes. She could be married to Donald Gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, far, again, uh, so give me the name of your best Bond film title that you've just made up. Ah. Oh. Um, the world is enough. Oh, I like and that. And the is is in capital letters, and it's about <laughs> um, uh, a villain who achieves world domination and then is retires and goes. And he's satisfied. Yeah. So the world do you know is what? Enough. It, it is enough. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. That's brilliant. Good. Uh, a hypothetical fist fight takes place between Simon Templar, the saint, and James Bond. Who wins? I don't know the saint. I'm going to go with the saint. you go with the saint? <laughs> yeah. Good. Right. Go for the underdog. Yeah, why not? And finally, you're stranded on a desert island with Sean Connery, George Lazenby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan mm-hmm. and Daniel Craig. Who do you elect as leader to devise your rescue attempt? And if it fails, who do you eat first? So I think my leader would be Sean Connery because mm-hmm. I just couldn't say no to him. I think he's quite scary. Yeah. He's intimidating. He's like, looks like he's good with his fists. Mm-hmm. Um, got a tattoo. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Got there a forearm go. tattoo. He's yeah. rough. Yeah. Yeah. Scottish. Aye. It's in his blood. Aye. Um, who would I eat first? Now, okay, I know he's my favourite, mm. but Roger Moore... I think does look quite delicious. Mm. Like he's quite tanned and leathery. Mm. I think he he would taste quite good, like like pork crackling. Ooh, so yeah. I would I would eat him. All right. Yeah. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well, Alison Ward, thank you for sharing a quantum of solace with me. That's okay. And uh, hopefully that'll be the end of quantum. Quantum. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sometimes I wish Roger would come back. Solid.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.